beats, the flow, the rhythm, all movements start from the streets, Street saying our podcast. But yeah, man, we back at it, man. Yeah, Welcome yeah. to the Street Saying Our Podcast. It's your host, Giddy Jicky with it. And it's your girl, CLB. And we was just chopping it up, just, you know, actually about music. Yep. <laughs> you know, which nobody does, according to Tyler, which he's pretty correct, except there is one pod. I do want to shout these brothers out. Mm-hmm. I found them a while ago. I want to call, I want to say their names are Days in Vegas or something in Vegas. Mm, never heard of them. Two guys, they literally do live reviews of rap albums and music Ooh, I like that and they will sit with it and they will give a live critique of the music so they'll listen all the way through and then it's, give a critique sometimes they do songs but they like to do albums so them fellas out there man hopefully we get mm. to run into y'all and get some real convos but dang how long say, is that episodes they be hours and change sometimes okay. too. it depends on the album but yeah you know, probably a little shorter nowadays. Yeah. But they really get into it, into the intricacies, and they really, really listen. So they're mm. following the themes. If you have one, they're going through it. So I'll shout out to them for keeping keeping it about the music. You know, Elliot and them keeping it about the music. So there's a few people. But I hear you, Tyler, the creator, man. People, reason why music, he like, half the reason music sucks. Don't nobody care about it. Everybody want oh. the person, the content behind it, but not necessarily talking about the yep. music so why put your effort into it exactly exactly so don't worry go no i'm saying like i said last episode most people most artists make music for tiktok now for the algorithm which is <laughs> do do i don't know do artists think they gonna survive past five years i'm guessing they don't i don't think they care i think they think about what bread they can make right at now. the moment right now how can they go viral real quick? It's most of the time it ain't about longevity. And what's crazy that you said TikTok and longevity? How crazy is that JID's song? Rounds. I'm like, what does this have to do? What does this ass shaking? Thank you. I what know. does this ass shaking have to do with? Sur- and it's a lot of ass. <laughs> wow. That song. Shout out to Funny Janice. I'm gonna say the the clean. Oh version. my god. I'm gonna say her clean name I on here because that, that one. Listen, I follow her. <laughs> I follow the other page on Twitter. Listen here, girl. Jeez, I follow the. I other can only page. imagine what her Twitter is like because her Facebook and everything else is no. Quite she, powerful. she got a whole nother page. The other page. She, yeah. Listen, don't get me started. Y'all fun. I I get in my nasty (laughs) bag. She nasty. Yeah, she is. She, that she is. Hi. You gonna be in LA in February? (laughs) We just want to interview. I have nothing to do with his conversation. We just We just want to interview. We just want to talk. Sometimes you just gotta be in the press. She looks so fucking cool though. Yeah, she She reminds me of Suki. No, she does. No personality and just vibe. No, but she does seem cool. I don't, yeah, you know, I don't. I don't put them in the same boat of my How? coolness. Of cool, she just she look she just feel it's the different texture to, to Janice. Mm. I'm just I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, and I actually know somebody that hang with Suki like tough. Mm. That's with her right mm. now, and I was just with her godparents of her mm. children. Of one of her children out in Phoenix with my cousins. Yeah. So I done met her camp. You know what I'm saying? So I done been around them. That was shit was funny, though. 
Cause she tried out for Ray J show and shit. That shit was funny. I think I said that before. That <laughs> Shout out Ray J. Ray J, the man. Get you some Raycons. Right. Get us some Raycons. Shout out everything Ray J. Get us some Raycons, Ray J. But yeah, man, shit. Where was we at? We was talking about oh the TikTok, JID. But um, I'm glad to see that, and I'm glad people who make music can can kind of. They stuff can still be used because a lot of mm-hmm. stuff that's made now won't be used, has no replay value yeah. whatsoever. When you got somebody who just rapping on the album and they yeah. song became a TikTok viral. So it's kind of going against making songs for the moment, making songs for TikTok. When mm-hmm. it's just if it's good, it might replay around as long as the right person catch it. Yeah, no facts. And shout out to the old school, old school, old school artists who music is recirculating back. And then they copping the micro royalties because mm-hmm. they're being played online. It's that song called uh, Encore. I think the artist's name is Shirley something. But uh, hold on, let me see. I'm gonna find it real quick. If you find it, I need to know. I don't be on. Uh, look, I don't be on the kids TikTok. I don't be on TikTok. We gonna get well, the not podcast even, on when, there. when I say TikTok, I don't even just mean just TikTok. Media, I just mean social media as a distribution channel. Yeah. But TikTok numbers soar faster than any other platform. Mm -hmm. So uh, it still has a little bit more of the organic uh, feel of how things grow and go. Yeah. It's not all the way algorithmed in that manner by the businesses. It's still algorithm based on interest. So, but yeah, I I do appreciate that in the discovery of music. I still know that we're just going to miss a lot of the old school stuff because a lot of stuff ain't. In DSPs, they not digital. Mm-mm. I got a couple albums, a couple vinyls back home that just ain't digital, and they cold as shit. Yeah, can't find them. You won't even. You barely can find the artists. You don't yeah. know who they exist. So uh, that makes me think of my favorite song is uh, "If You Were Here Tonight" by Alexander O'Neill, mm. and he did a re-recording of it like right before he died. But it sounds nothing like the original song. But mm-hmm. you cannot find the original. On any DSP. That's crazy. Nowhere. Like, it's so heartbreaking. That's crazy. I got a record by a dude named Bobby Timmons. Mm. Nobody know who this is. But if mm. I play you that album, you'll be like, if you are a producer, my producer in the back. Hey, this album dog. got sample. I'm talking craziness. Like, really? I almost want to hit up Knife Wonder and be like, oh, hey, check this out. I don't know if you got this, but this well, man you is. Should, shoot. Yeah, knife will respond, man. Uh, but that shit is gold. See, that's we got some. We got to do a spinoff show where mm-hmm. we just going through vinyls. Oh, I'm down. Let you me know. know. We, I'll we, bring mine too. We getting to it. Like we gonna have to bring like a couple at a time. Record some stuff Let's and go. chop it up. But we got. I got. Once my you know my grandma passed, I got her stack. Mm. It's on. I got. I'm finding reference tracks and shit. I'm oh, like, what the man. heck? I'm glad she kept hers. Yeah. My mom had a ton of them and. She trashed him when I was young, but I was like, why would you do Man, that? just craziness. But it's funny. It, it, it's kind of cool, we, you know, after Tyler's comments and people talking about music. Mm-hmm. And I think one thing we like, we missing now is not just the conversation about music, but the truthful conversation Facts. about music. To where it's not about you paying me to say something good or bad or controversial for spins. It's because we can give our honest take mm-hmm. on the music yeah and we got to learn how to separate your work from self 
No facts, because I really feel like the music is being or the art is being diluted by imagery mm. with social media. We have too much access into these artists' personal lives. We see too much of what they're doing on a regular basis. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like, and we're not spending time like really sitting and listening to the art and listening to the lyrics. So it's so easy to segment artists nowadays like you ain't you your stuff ain't good you ain't popping well shoot nine times out of ten these main artists shit ain't popping at all Mm -mm. but because they got hella followers off of just doing everyday bullshit then they're deemed popular it's it's the it's the the identity of of fame they want you seen more than they want you heard which is so contrary to all of our great artists in in other mediums Mm -hmm. that we grew up with all of our poets we don't damn near know nothing about their personal life we only know them from the works facts and and, but it helped to just propel them and for you to be able to accept and try to listen to what they got to say first Mm -hmm. that's all we got right now we got the whole you out here and you selling the image which can go left if you want to ever be outside of that image. <sighs> yeah, it's interesting. Because what? We didn't find out that Luther Vandross was bisexual until how many years after he died? But like nowadays, somebody get in a car accident because they were sniffing coke at the wheel. Like right. we know in less than five hours. You know everything they doing. And I'm just like, why do we don't need to know if we talking about the product Thank outside you. of heinous stuff. Thank you. But like we, like you said, we way too much access to what we perceive to the people. Mm-hmm. Cause it's not even just, it's not them. It's still whatever you now pushing on social media. Right. So we don't get to sit with what they got to say. And that's doing the whole genre, the whole industry of music. And especially in the urban space, mm-hmm. a very, very, very disservice. Cause I don't, Outside of the megastars and wife, they don't get pushed. They image ain't pushed as nearly as much. Hell no. As as our artists. Hell no. Right? They but still again, let them be the music. Again, it's all a part of the agenda. Because I'm not I'm not saying that no other race um imitates, you know, what they see on the media. But like, let's keep it a buck. Like, I feel like our people imitate media the most. Like, oh, shit, she got a, she got a Birkin? All right, bet. let me go scam a, a few mm. hundred uh, credit cards so I can go have a Birkin, too. Oh, she wearing this bus down? All right, bet. let me go uh, see what I could do. Matter of fact, let me go on DH Gate and get mm. as close as I can to a real one just to act like I'm, like, really doing something. I mean, we got two real examples of that, good and bad. Keith Lee, <laughs> is good, good example because he helping mm-hmm. bitch, but... Mm-hmm. Are we that steerable? Are we that sheepish to he say it and then we go? Which is what's happening, which is positive for these businesses. Yeah. But it's still a fact that we go as we told to go. We following them. And here's another example. How many times in the last week and a half have you heard stand on business? Oh my, I probably heard it 10 times yesterday alone. All because King <laughs> Harris. And T.I.'s interaction in there. I'm standing on business. S.O.B. That's what somebody called it. S.O.B. You know what I'm saying? So that that's a real-time example of what we're talking about, how we get – it's a quick program, but now we just we just in it. Now everybody yep. – all of a sudden, everybody, I'm standing on business. Yep. Facts. All because of a controversial moment, a real moment between a father and son and the influence that – hip-hop has had on his son to him want to portray a life he didn't live and we mimicking a phrase out of it Facts. so okay with that being said what is the cutoff line to calling something culture because i feel like 
if another uh, race would come in and culture appropriate, let's just say this mm-hmm. scenario, we would say this is your action culture on vulture. culture. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But at what point does it not become culture? Because I feel like even that, some of our people will say, oh, that's culture. That's a part of the culture. But in my opinion, that's not a part of the culture. There was no, there was nothing cultural about what they had. That was just an exchange between a father and son and the son being outside of himself and the father trying to get him back to reality, father, mother, and everybody around them. But we, what, right? your question of what is culture? What, where yeah. does the line, where do we draw the line on I, what is culture and what is not? In this thing, I don't I don't know if we, we don't have a line. If we keep we don't have a line because That's we seem to absorb we don't <laughs> we don't have a line. Actually the line stands more on the positive side than it does all the negatives. We allow almost all, almost everything negative to be a part of our culture. Mm-hmm. We still don't allow all the positive shit to be a part of our culture. Right. And say it's culture. We say that's outside of culture. We say you ain't even though we got examples of rich black people, wealthy black people, mm-hmm. well-read black people, mm-hmm. but we don't count that, constitute that as culture. We will say they yeah. cool, they good people. We don't constitute it as culture versus the person who can't read and all. We'll constitute some of that stuff as our culture. Right. They both probably are within our culture, but we don't constitute mm-hmm. it that. We don't say that that one over there. So the line really is on a positive side. You can't only go so positive, so yeah. High up, and then that's no longer our culture. When it's always been our culture yeah, too. It's distorted, and and we have so much positivity in that, but mm-hmm. it it's just become so blurred yeah. nowadays. And I'm okay with both being part of our culture, because every race group has both right. and all, every Absolutely. single one. Absolutely, but we're at the forefront the most when it comes to this media shit. One side. That's why I hate it. And it's all our stuff is on one side of it for the most part, as mm-hmm. far as mainstream. As far as mainstream, so it it it's a delicate situation that we, as us, need to have without them in the room. The same way they have these conversations about they races mm-hmm. and they countrymen without us in the room. So they Facts. just come off as white or whatever. Facts. They have the disputes. Trust and believe. Oh yeah, no, for sure they do. But they keep that over there, at least away from us. It ain't got nothing to do with us. The same way we need to get our stuff out of the media and get it mm-hmm. and get our stuff together. Which and just again, it's about balance, anyways. Right. We just a little unbalanced in the mainstream. But yeah, man, I I I don't know where. I don't know where. How we even start? I don't want to even say fix. It's just about balancing the scale. And and there's so many avenues, but we have to start to balance the scale on culture, on media, and and on influence. Like, why do we let so much of that catchphrase? It's like catchphrase shit. They don't mean nothing. Yeah. Influence us so easily versus something that has some substance. It takes beating a dead horse to get us to even think about doing you know, and I think a lot of it comes from, uh, shit, post-traumatic slavery dis- disorder. Mm-hmm. Like, we we come from a place to where everything that we had that was of our ancestors and of our own stripped from us. So it's this mm-hmm. innate 
feeling to want to have something that only we know about but it it's a layer it, it now becomes a layered situation to where it's mm-hmm. just like okay yeah this is just for us but like how is this being perceived if we step outside of ourselves and take a look like what what is the messaging behind this like what mm-hmm. does this look like but but we do have things and it's funny because when you actually look up the definition of culture, I wish I had my phone. It comes down to the customs, the language, customs, traditions, and and like the context things that make up a culture, right? Right. So the patterns that you use in your art, how people move, um, how people congregate, the games you play. We have culture. And it's not that it just belongs to us. It's how we use these things. If you go to any black family reunion Especially in the South, niggas gonna be playing dominoes and spades. No, exactly. And I'm not saying we don't have that, but yeah. I'm saying I'm speaking specifically when it comes to media. Mm. And when it comes to like these fly by night words or phrases, mm-hmm. that's what I'm talking okay. about. Yeah. I don't I don't we we I just think we need I don't mind the the witty stuff standing on businesses. It's not a problem, but we need to adopt some of the other things that'll help propel us as well. We just are not in balance. That's all my my issue is balance. Not that we don't have it. Mm-hmm. It's just balancing it out, man. So I I think, you know, I think it's up to mediums like us. If we gonna be this and do this, then we can huh, stand on our business. <laughs> right. Stand on business <laughs> over here and do what we say we're gonna do. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. if it, we about a thing and about the truth or about the art and about the context, then let's be about it. If we about learning about artists and not get into gossip with these artists when we talk to them, mm-hmm. then let's be about that. No so they know that this is a place to be able to do that, to exactly. have those conversations, to have that that time that other people looking for viral content and we looking for the truth. And if it go viral, cool, but we just want to have a space to where people can get that off about who they are. Mm-hmm. So again, we can be that. We, we not can, we are that. That's what we've been. And you know, that's what I plan on continuing to do. Unless we want to do a sidebar uh, gossip shit and start tearing niggas up. But I don't really no. feel like it. I don't got time. I don't be caring about people's business like that. I don't got time for young boy to be telling me to come to Utah, man. I don't, <laughs> I don't got it. <laughs> or Birdman. Oh, talking man. about play ball. <laughs> I'm like, fam, can we, we can't talk about the music. <sighs> we can't critique. Keith Lee can't critique, honestly. And we can't talk about the music. Joe can't have a comment about the music, not the person. Which I don't understand. I don't understand. My issue, again, no balance. If we was, when you get an award, see, is that not people critiquing your art form? When yes, you it is. an award, is that not a critique? Yes, it is. But it's just positive, right? Exactly. So if you can accept that, you should be able to accept the opposite. If you are, be. But you know be, why? Uh-huh. You know why they can't accept it? Mm-hmm. Because Joey and Keith Lee are fucking honest Mm. it's organic opinion Mm -hmm. when it comes to award shows and shit like that they know it's like an elitist game behind Mm -hmm. the scenes that's why i don't even worry about it that's why cole don't care about it that's why a whole bunch of major artists don't give two shits about the award Mm -hmm. but it's because it's pure honesty Mm -hmm. and that's why they get they feathers ruffled because i mean come on dog like 
what do you want us to listen to your music and bob our head anyway but oh yeah yeah i forgot y'all all got yes men behind y'all so right. y'all expect us to do this i would hope somebody critiquing you in the back end so you put out the best product thank you but we ain't even doing that and i said it before we even really got recording i was like the goal of the reporter or the critiquer is to be objectively honest mm-hmm. or to be at least honest about their subjectivity. Facts. Either be objectively honest and or honest about your subjectivity, which means either I'm going to just critique this is about the artist straight or I don't vibe with this. I'm going to tell you why I don't. And I have a bias against it on this. And I can still throw some objectivity in there, but I'm at least yeah. tell you. I'm so it's about spewing the truth about how you're viewing, how you're hearing, how you're seeing this thing manifest. And it's okay. Like, see, everybody not rocking with us. No, and that's fine. See, it's but that's why you have the option to subscribe or not subscribe or, at all. Or don't click the don't damn click. button. Or <laughs> You got an option to comment and say, y'all niggas suck exactly. ass. You got options. You can do whatever. I'm, And I might banter with you, but I'm not going to be butthurt. Right. Yeah. I might banter with you because now, oh, you open the flick. Let's go. But, you know, it's no different than being out here and people saying, hey, man, I like what y'all doing yeah. and you never see them. Yeah. No, that's true. They, they, That's a critique in one way. Like, well, I don't really want to get my support. I might say I don't want y'all to really flourish. I like what y'all doing, kind of, but I'm kind of a little self-conscious. I might not be doing nothing. So it's just... Yeah. I'm like... So I, many sides to it. So, it, you know, it's people like Vince Staples who truly don't give a damn. Right. <laughs> I like him. I, that's my guy. <laughs> there was three people that I always wanted to interview, see, or talk to, just talk yeah. to. It was Nipsey Hussle, rest mm. in peace. Saul Williams, who's my favorite mm. poet of all time, which I did get to meet and talk to him okay. when we were in Montreal in 2019. And Vince Staples was third on my list. Yeah, he he would be a great interviewee. I just want to, I really, it won't even, I want to sit and just talk. And mm-hmm. you can cut the mics on if you want to, but I just want to <laughs> sit and talk with Vince. Um, but, you know, he don't care about that stuff. And he moves like he don't care right. because he truly does not. Right. And if you don't care about it, then the negative don't affect you nor the positive. Thanks. Because you're just doing you. It's just, I, I'm doing this to do for whatever my actual motive is. Right. So his motive is clearly not box office smashes and hits. He was like, I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm just trying to get my mama out the hood. And my mama out the hood, then what are we talking about? I'm, I'm, just, I'm just doing success. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I might like doing it. I might not. Right. I might go do this. I just floating. And that tip, I think that tends to happen with people who accidentally get in some shit or figure out they're good at something. They just do it like, but it comes more from a pure place of this is what it is. I'm doing this. Yeah. There's no other hidden motives. Just, just what it is. So I I, want to stay in a place to where, you know, don't judge us and say, y'all niggas, we're not hating. We just might hate it. Not hating. I might hate it. Ugh. And if you got 2 million listeners, who gives a shit if I hate it? Bots. <laughs> who can Good job. You pay for them. Who Bots. Ca- I'm like, but I cannot like something. You better have 2 million listeners if you're paying for it. Listen, Good. I'm pretty sure Drizzy Drake, even if he heard what we said, don't get, fam, you still went number one. You still did. Who care? Exactly. Who care about these niggas? Right. We just. Little streets and R with an opinion. We just gonna, I can give my honest <laughs> opinion. It ain't no smoke towards no people. 
It's people that I love that just put out some bullshit. Oh, oh yeah, I hear it all the time. And some people that I don't like that actually make good shit. Right. So it is what it is. I'm objective. I still fuck with Drake's uh, house music album. That's like when I was managing studios. I'm gonna still mm-hmm. take your money for studio time. You suck ass, but shit, go off. Yeah. <laughs> still take it's, your bread like you need you need the recording mm-hmm. i got the equipment right. so boom it's just business on that end that's just business don't mean i gotta be behind you 100 percent. like i really believe <laughs> you dog you done hey let me turn your vocal let me eq this real quick i got you all right we good you good if you good we good if you're not good let's keep going i'll send this i'll send the invoice pay that right. down <laughs> right but it's all good, man. I, I just never want to. I don't want to live in a world where you can't critique because that's how the world works. Mm-hmm. If we didn't critique, our businesses wouldn't be as good as they are. They vie against each other. Our products wouldn't be as good as they are because they're critiquing and taking in critiques Thanks. from consumers and also from the competition. That's how you iron sharpens iron. Which is funny because to your point right there, you talk about UGC content creation mm-hmm. that you know, has been taken off. And so many of these businesses, like they're not putting their money into advertising anymore. They're paying these user generated content creators to do small reviews Mm -hmm. on their products and not people with millions of followers. Mm -hmm. You're talking about nano and micro influencers. Mm -hmm. So they can put out the review about how they honestly feel about the product. And that's how they enhance. Mm -hmm. They're not worried about, no, tell the truth. Tell mm-hmm. us how you feel so we can be better at what we do over here. And why can't y'all accept it if y'all trying to be the best? I'm so confused. How do you want to be the best and destroy everybody out here, yet you don't get the feedback and people telling you where you literally need to improve? Because they don't pay Quincy $1,500 to write a song for them, and they thought it was going to be hot. And now they got to find another Quincy so the music can be hot. You write it, or you just a performer. <laughs> you just a performer. A lot of them can't write. Right, <laughs> but you know, I I think it, it. I mean, it really, really does stem down to a deeper issue of people feeling not being able to take negative critique. Yeah, because it makes them feel inadequate as a person. Rather, you taking it as an opportunity to see how to get better. Mm-hmm. You take it very deeply personally. And we see this at any stage, anywhere. If you don't believe me, go to a regular job and go to, go sit in on their uh, evaluations in July. <laughs> People take that shit like it's life or death. Oh, for real. And they talking, they can be talking objectively about the work, and people be like so flustered. Yep. I'm like, we just talking about the work. We, not, I'm not critiquing you. I'm critiquing the work. Maybe your work and your effort in the work. Mm-hmm. But I don't. I'm not talking about you personally. But we. Take it personally, and I, and I get it in music and stuff and art, because it's typically it's typically a personal expression. Right. But it's still you got to be able to separate when they're talking about you versus the thing they're consuming that you made. Right. And we just as a people, as and I'm people. I'm talking about people. We are far off into taking everything way too damn personally, yeah. way too personal. Yeah. Who? Get- too many yes men. That's what it comes down to. Everybody wants their ego stroked and everybody gets their ego stroked. That's why it bothers most artists. But make sure that stroking has come from the right stroker. 
They don't give a shit. shit they just as long me. as it's happening. <laughs> as long as I'm being stroked. Niggas out here like a desperate nigga looking for some hoes. As long as I get some, they just say it all look the same when the lights hey. off. That's a crazy. That's crazy. Y'all wild out here, but <laughs> he that's all. <laughs> Sound like P Diddy talk. Oh shit! Leave him alone. He got another alligator. Oh, he, he got a few. He put out a statement today, but it was like I just mean, don't. Yeah, I'm not touching it. I'm just. Might watch that a little bit of that trial. Might watch a little bit of that. <laughs> 50 Cent is not letting up on your boy. Oh, Lord. <laughs> he talking about putting putting together a surviving P. Diddy documentary. <laughs> 50 is the, I love 50 Cent. 50 the best troll, best troll of hip-hop, man. Yeah, he ain't scared of nobody. And will do it. Right. He'll fund it, too. Mm-hmm. Shit, once he sold vitamin water, it's a wrap for y'all. <laughs> it's over. That man popped a whole beverage <laughs> company, man. That's crazy. Yeah. Shout out to Fifth, man. But yeah, man, make sure y'all don't get too mad at us at the critiques. If you get real mad at me, um, come to Omaha, Nebraska. I see you at, uh, I think it's 3034 Sprague Street from 5 to 7 p.m. You don't know what that is, look it up. <laughs> Go look up 30th and Sprague. See what's funny. over there. If that really happened. I'll, I'll be just let me know when you're coming so I know to come. I'll bring my stuff. <laughs> if you really got it, if you really, really are. Just had the mic so we could do an interview. That'll be fun. Hey man, man, podcast wars, but like combat sports, that shit'll be fun. Oh, that would be fun. I'm I'm a, I'm a run through some niggas. I'm gonna be real. <laughs> who who my competition? Jake Paul and them? That's, oh that's, yeah, that's gonna that's gonna be the master. A lot of niggas, I'm running young guy. I'm a, I'm a, hey, all three of y'all, give me one round each. Y'all ain't making it. All three of y'all. All three of y'all. <laughs> but yeah, man, just we gotta still be to keep integrity in this. We gotta be able to say what we want to say. Yeah. As long as we not, well, even if you are bashing, but as long as you have some objectivity and some truth in it, yeah. and yeah. and you consistent. Who, do that. It's that way we can have the artists up here and talk to the artists about their art. Exactly. Niggas putting their whole life on on the line for this stuff, and we ain't even talking about it. We just want to see: Can you make us dance, nigga? Can you, what can you do for us? Can you make my commercial pop? Can you make this product go? Can you make some some noise out here to get us going? Versus them laying out exactly how they feel, and we just miss over it. I'll be on the yeah. artist side in this, man. Like y'all need. Pay attention to our product. I couldn't imagine. You don't see this in almost any other medium but music. Yeah, no, it's true. But think about how many, like, truly talented artists there really are living inside artists that put out content that they feel is just going to captivate the audience right away. Mm. That's the sad part about it. Mm. Because now most artists are just making music for the viral moment clicks for clicks and they but they have that art inside of them that just might take a little bit of time mm -hmm. to get some attention but it's definitely worth it instead we we going for spotify rapper reviews <laughs> <sighs> i hate those did we talk about that last episode we mentioned it but we didn't really dive because i i didn't say i think i said it the last year we gave our little rap, and I was happy because we was, boy, we put out a lot of content. Last year, mm -hmm. we was in, a, like, top 92% of 
of time. Yeah, of like in our space, wow. 92%. That's beautiful. Yeah. Now, we ain't got the followers yet, but we was putting, you, we clearly put in a whole lot of legwork. We was putting content out and we back on that train right now. It just, I don't know. It just breaks my heart to see the artists. It was just like, congratulations to you and your 13,000 listens, but. Where your check at? Your money's not there. Where's your check? Shout out to Nico Is. Nico Is? Nico Is. He a rapper out of Florida. He's a Brazilian, something, something. I love him. He, he hang with Tyler Kweli and them. Nico is he I love Nico. He put the whole thing out. I didn't know the owner of Spotify used to run BitTorrent. Oh, sounds the piracy, about right. The piracy music thing, right? Sounds about and right. they found all they did was find a legal way to pirate. To not pay. They paying it. That's why they get away with paying this. This is the guy who used to pirate. And they just found a legal way to oh, do it. That makes sense. And then the labels own a portion of it too. Yeah. So everybody is quadruple dipping. Which is why the artists which, aren't getting paid. Which is crazy because you know then they probably broke a deal with him when he was pirating. Like, hey, hey, man, we can't stop you. How are we going to really figure this exactly. out? Exactly. He said, I, I got an idea. Somebody got an idea. Exactly. So that's, and that's why I don't stream. That's why I don't have a rap. I have no streaming. I feel you. Well, Sierra, I stream Joe song so I can get a quick listen when I one? met you. I don't remember. Oh, I think yeah. you played it. Yeah, I played it. That's, that's that, that and like two other people. Yeah. I can pull up my Spotify and be like, this nigga really got a total of four songs that's ever been streamed <laughs> in three years. Yeah, I can't even front. As bad as it is, I'll stream the hell out of some Spotify. But again, I just listen to the same music over and over and over again. It is what it is. I'm a DJ. I got to have the file anyways. So Ah, this is true. I'm, I'm buying music. I don't care about that. But stop letting them trick y'all into the fame and not the money. Get your what yeah. you're worth. And stop letting them stroke your ego. Goes the show again. Party. Popularity over value. Mm -hmm. They tricked you. They tricked them. But shout out to the songwriters who they do put their raps up and they'll like put up 13, you know, million streams of songs. Mm -hmm. Great. Make your bread. And nine times out of 10, they're probably getting paid up front unless mm -hmm. they choose to get back in royalties. But that's pretty risky nowadays. It's risky. Give my money up front. It's risky. It's high risk, high reward. But yeah, man, y'all get y'all money, please, and let us talk about you. <laughs> Good or bad? We got our end of the year show coming up, man. Y'all know I like to do my top. I don't even know what number I'm gonna do. I'm probably gonna separate the rap and the EPs and. Mm -hmm. Top hip hop album. That's gonna be a long show. Let's see. I'm gonna try not to babble on about some of these folks. No, you're good. But I done listened to a lot of shit this year. Even though they said this was a down year in music, uh, hip hop, hip hop. You know, they done had a little struggle yeah. with popularity. But I still, you know, I listen to artists. So my tops is gonna be mad wild with real artistry. So you're gonna really get a taste of I'm about what I say I'm about when I say I'm looking for good music, and I'm not looking for you to agree. I'm going to give you my list. And the non-hip-hop shit, a lot of dope-ass soul and R&B music yeah. came out this year. So It's a lot of good stuff out there. Music is good. Just mainstream not good. Music right. is good. But, yeah, we're going to gear, gear up for that show real soon. We got a couple guests hopefully coming through in the next Ooh. few weeks. Get ready to really jump off next year. 
We got to go do some business at the top of the year in L.A. We getting to it. Shout out. If you want to, if you rocking with us in L.A., hit us up. The whole crew may be out there. We trying to work. Let's go. It's going to be all right. We trying to work and we got to end already. Where? In L.A., but I'll let you know. Oh, okay. Well, so, well my I'll let you know. Ready, Your so people ready too. I already told them, so it's so, whatever. And then I'm shout out to, <laughs> I be tweeting my homies. So, I got a lot of homies that do like real cool shit, and mm-hmm. it's crazy. I keep finding out. Did I tell you about <laughs> the one that that made who cloned Tyrone? Yeah, you did. That one. I'm gonna try to get out him. Uh, you watch uh, BET Sisters? Not really. No. So one, I, I did the first season, but yeah, not. you know, remember the dude Gary? Kind of muscular. No. No. Well, he on there. That's my homie. He was wide receiver at Ohio when we mm. was there. My homie Cheeto, man. We're going to try to get Cheeto. I feel you. I need to get Cheeto out here and bring him to my R&B event so I can get some more ladies out. <laughs> Cheeto, hit me up. Well, shoot, why you doing your shout out? Shout out to Honey Balenciaga on tour with Beyonce for Renaissance. Hey, hey. Give me some claps, man. Give me some. Oh, we on the wrong side of the board. <laughs> Yes, shout out to my homeboy JB working mm. alongside his cousin Hit Boy making stuff happen. Mm. He got Homegirl. that with Hit and Big Hit. Uh, yeah. No He's, man. He actually uh just did a few of Big Hit's songs. Oh shit. Mm-hmm. That's what's up, man. Yep. If I was getting to it, we running alongside this race with you. Yep. So yes, ma'am. Everybody we, working. Yeah, man. It's a good year. We almost out of this year. One last shout out, man. Make sure y'all look at the page. I think we got something to do New Year's Eve. We got something to do. Not in here, but we got something I'm cooking up. I'm okay. coming back to DJing. Oh, okay. Finally. New Year's Eve. We going into the Kobe year. Get okay. your purple and gold ready. Purple and gold. We're going to be right over. I ain't going to tell you. You better tune in and you'll see on the page, <laughs> man. Follow us. Flyers coming soon, man. Um, finally getting back to it. It's gonna be a nice little, nice little thing. Nice. Well, that's nice gonna be good that. because I will be at Beats and Sheets pre New Year's karaoke event. Mm. This on New Year's Eve. Fire. No, it's the thirtieth. The thirtieth. Yeah, well, that's gonna be crazy. Yeah, I got some of you to slide on the thirty first. Shout out, Josh Jones. Yeah, man, legend, Omaha legend, for real, for um, real. Probably one of the, I ain't gonna lie, that was probably one of the best cultural karaoke events I've ever been to mm. in Omaha. Yeah, he did it. And I didn't know he had been doing it for a while until mm-hmm. I talked to him. But yeah, that's that's the big one. Yeah, I'm glad you got to go. I went probably one, one or two before you had went out mm-hmm. there. And just to be in that space and even see the maneuver in the space, cause yeah, especially when the hood niggas start to act up and see how they maneuvered that space. Oh. I'm like, shout out to them, man. They really, they <laughs> was understand. Was this when it was at Reverb? Yep, they oh. know how to they know how to work, man. So okay, shout out to him, man. We're going to get him on too, man. Yeah, no, for sure. Really moving and grooving out here, so man, we appreciate y'all, man. Hope you enjoyed. Uh, we got things to do. So we're going to catch y'all on the next time, man. Make sure you like, subscribe, share, comment, post, repost, send it to a friend. Yes. Uh, watch us, man. All of that, man. We trying to we trying to run these numbers up, y'all. With yeah. the truth. 
2024 about to be blazing. We I know we kind of got on some serious stuff today. We was on our music, Umar Johnson. Shout out Umar was down here too, man. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Cornell West, man. That slid through As the I Omaha. That. Man, we done had some heavy hitters slide through. That. Oh man, you should have hit him. You know, you know where they was going. They going right to the Malcolm X Center. Yeah. So everybody was I, there. Well, I didn't see it till it happened. Oh yeah. Yeah. If I'd have known you wanted to, I'd have just told you. Yeah. yeah. So we done had some heavy hitters, man. Next time they slide through, they sliding through here. We're making as that they a should. thing. So, but yeah, man, we going to get up out of here. We got things to do, as do you, man. It's your host, Giddy Jicky, with it. And it's your girl, CLB. We out. Peace. Peace. The beats. The flow. The rhythm. All movement starts from the streets. Street saying our podcast.